Josh here. We have Shane and we have our special guest this week, Craig. And uh, hey guys. so welcome Thank to the show, Craig. Thank you so much for having me. So I met Craig at a quick funnels event. Another benefit of going to events is you get to meet people. He had some red and black shoes on and those are my favorite colors. And so I had to go out to him and introduce myself. And uh, we, we hung out most of the event. We talked business and he's an awesome artist. Artist photographer, and uh, he's doing some pretty cool things that I've never seen before. But we wanted to get him on the show and hear a little bit about about his story and actually talk about um, like how you're doing something different compared to to others, actually. So make sure you address that before the end, uh, because a lot of people struggle with like, uh, oh, there's so much competition and there's so many people doing that. And I mean, I would think like photography is like one of the most competitive markets, right? I mean, very competitive, yeah. Very competitive. So, and you're still able to make a living and thriving uh, despite all business <laughs> conditions. And yep. uh, you found a cool way to, to do it, a unique way to do it. Yeah, that's what I like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let, let me know when, and I'll just launch into kind of a little intro how I got started and how I can kind of bring value and uh, share some tips of how I was able to do, do it online and offline too. Cool. Shane, you can take over. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been in business? So I started off in interior design when I was 18. Um, I helped thousands of families all over the world uh, put their homes together. Uh, they would always ask me, hey, do you have pictures of my hometown? Whether it was, uh, I don't know, Hickory, North Carolina, somewhere in, in like Franklin, Tennessee, tiny places, as well as the New York cities, the Londons, the Parises. And uh, I was always having to say no. So I had multi-million dollar clients who were always used to like, yes, men, always having the thing for them. And all of a sudden I was servicing them at a really high level and I was not able to bring uh, this thing for them. If they wanted to picture the Chicago skyline, super easy to source in a catalog. They wanted like the historic downtown of like Franklin, Tennessee. I didn't have that. And it was really piss them off. And um, so I was working like 12 hours a day and I decided to at midnight when I got off work, to go out and photograph these because I was a photographer. So from midnight to three in the morning for a couple of years, I would go out, photograph till three in the morning, edit, post on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, I started like showing them these pictures and I started selling and seven years or took four or five years of failing and struggling. And I tried like 25, 30 different art shows and I failed at pretty much all of them until I finally figured out what the market really wanted. So with my design clients, it was easy to sell to because they were already hot. They already knew me. They already knew my story. Going to art markets, I was making no money and it was awful. And I lost my life savings like two or three different times. And um, what it came down to was really failing enough times to finally figure out what works. Were you working by yourself? No, I worked for a company. I worked for a company. They sent me all over the world to uh, do interior design and stuff. 
but uh, about a year and a half ago, I was finally able to quit my job and uh, nice. start my own business. And I sold over a quarter million dollars of my own photography in the last 18 months. Hey, good job. Good Thank work. You. Profits, cash, baby, cash. Cash so good. You, you touched on something really cool there. So this was always kind of a side hustle, right? Yeah, it was like midnight to three in the morning, just like Gary Vee talks about. And, and that's, you know, we probably have a lot of people listening in on that. And it's so crucial, man. It's what do you do with that extra time that you have? You know, if you're working for the man, a lot of times there's nothing wrong with working for the man. And I mean, you know, if you get, you know, vacation, you get, uh, you know, you get some benefits. But what do you, if you really want to be an entrepreneur and you want to do this on your own, then you're going to have to do the side hustle. And you got Absolutely. to do it smart. Absolutely. I remember when I met Josh uh, a few months ago at a ClickFunnels event. We're talking about like what lights you on fire or like, I remember I'd get home at the end of the day before I started my, my side hustle, I would just be dead inside. I'd work 12 hours a day. I would let 19, I was making two, $3,000 a week. I was very fortunate to have been very successful. It was just a sales job. So it was all commission. I was quite successful, but like I'd get home, I'd look at my bank account and I'd kind of like scream internally being like, what the hell am I doing with my life? And, uh, None of my friends understood this. They're like, you're making all this money. You're traveling everywhere. And you're like meeting all these cool people. You're like hanging out with like, not, not like A-list celebrities, but like some pretty cool people. And um, I hated my life. And I was like, if I'm going to like be happy in life, I've got to, you know, serve the people that I want to serve. I want to like bring the effects and results that I want to bring, not just working for somebody else. And that was kind of my ticket to entrepreneurship. Like what made me not feel dead inside. And, uh, really changed my life when I decided to go for it. What, why did you dislike your day job so much? So it started off, um, started off in Texas, actually, when I was 18 years old, I flew out for the summer an internship doing interior design and the sales side I was really good at. And I loved it. And I would always get asked for like local neighborhoods and local towns and cities and stuff. And I wouldn't have it And a year or two into this. I started shooting these and then the next day, on like two hours of sleep and way too much caffeine, I would show these pictures on my phone to these multi-million dollar clients, and they would like flip out. They'd be like, oh my God, you took that? I can't believe that. I'm like, yeah, like three in the morning, I took that last night. And the joy and the pleasure and like the fulfillment that I brought to them by taking their requests, so finding a hot market, taking their requests, and then fulfilling on them and bringing something customized for them, like it made the entire interior design experience very boring in relation. Like here I was like changing people's lives. Like they would like tear up or like call their wife or like FaceTime be like, I can't believe it, honey. We've been looking for this for 20 years. And this guy went and got the picture that I've always wanted over my couch. And it was really emotional. And like the high that I got from that, like making people happy like that um, was just nothing I'd ever experienced before. And this would happen four five, six, seven times a day of people like losing their freaking minds seeing something that just lit them up and compared to like the run of the mill, like 80, 90 hours a week of work is nothing if you love it. But if you then find something 10 times more fun going back to the grind fucking sucks. And a year into that of not doing my own thing, my life went from this great thing to like, Oh, I need more. So tell us about the transition. You go from the comfort of the day job, you go oh and get paid and then you branching out. Oh, uh, it, it was not smooth. Um, it never I mentioned is. earlier. <laughs> it never is, is it? No. I mentioned before it was like, so I was like, okay, cool. So this works. I can sell my own stuff. And then my sales started to go down. My boss started to get mad at me. He's like, hey, I employ you here to 
sell interior design goods, not to sell your own photography. You can do that when they ask, but you're not allowed to bring it up. So I'm like sitting here on this huge passion and I know that if I could show it to them, they'd flip out. But unless they asked, I wasn't allowed to bring it out. Wow. And so... And that yeah, tore you that up. Sorry, sorry, what's that? I, I, I promise you that tore you up, didn't it? Oh, it killed me. And uh, especially they're like, oh, I need something unique. I'm like, tell me more about that. They're like, well, <laughs> if only you had something historical. Uh-huh. Historical and local. Aha, let me show you something. <laughs> but but so I started to like, so this is like seven days a week, month after month. We did not get weekends. We did not get anything. And I was just saving up. I saved five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000. I saved up some money. And then I would take a week off and I would sign up to like an art show. I was like, well, every time I show people my work, it sells. So my work must be amazing. And all problems of business and marketing must fall away because I'm just special. So I thought, and so I'd pay thousands of dollars for these booths at art shows and I'd set up and nothing would sell. And I would have been talking a lot, you know, I would have been talking a big game, telling my friends at work, like, oh, look, I'm going to make $30,000 this weekend and I'm going to be able to quit everything. And I'd like dump five, 10 grand into like stalls and rent, like weekend art shows can be really expensive uh, equipment and inventory and frames. And I'd like blow 10 grand on it. And I remember one weekend I didn't make a single sale and it was just devastating. And I had to like put my hands up and be like, you know what? I screwed up, pay, pay like a storage storage facility to throw all my stuff in there and then go back to work for six months to make another save up the money again to try it again and then it didn't work again and then again and fail 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 and people started to make fun of me and i was like in my early to mid 20s at that point and people were like dude like stop blowing all your money or stop wasting your dreams like just be happy that you have like a successful career you're making 80 grand a year 100 grand a year like dude just be happy and i'm like no yeah it's not how it works <laughs> Yeah. So um, I, I started gaining weight. I started like, I don't want to say depression because I don't think that's quite the right word, but I started gaining a lot of weight and I was just less fulfilled in life. I remember one morning I was uh, in Toronto, Canada. I woke up early in the morning at like 7 a.m. I just lost my ass on every everything I had. I had borrowed 20 grand, lost that too in this big elaborate art show scheme that had gone sideways and not scheme, but like it had just totally failed. And I was penniless and I had to take the worst possible job just to get back into the marketplace. I remember waking up in Toronto, Canada. It was February or something. So like three years ago and just like scream silently screaming into my pillow. And I was like, I hate this so much. And that's actually around when I started finding mentors. I started finding Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, Grant Cardone was a big one. I eventually found Russell Brunson and I started modeling after what they were doing. I was like, okay, what are they doing? How did they handle problems that I run into? And years and years later, finally it started to work. I was able to quit my job. I moved to Nashville, Tennessee about a year and a half ago and things just took off and I make 15, 20 grand a month now selling my own art. And it's like a dream come true. And you hit on the big piece. Marketing is always the hardest part. It is. It's all about who, you know, not what you're yeah. selling, but who you're selling to. That was yeah. the big breakthrough for me. Okay. What is the, uh, I have a question. What, what was the, like the turning point? Uh, so you said you, was it after you moved to Nashville? So there's two turning points. One is discovering Russell Brunson, Russell Brunson and his teachings. Um, 
He has a book called Dotcom Secrets, and that like totally changed my business. Um, the concept of funnels and upsells and all that stuff, like the funnel world just blew my mind. Even though I didn't start funnels until a year after I read that book, just the concepts and the philosophies behind that just changed my business. The second thing is really finding my ideal customer. Um, there's a little known fact, but Nashville, Tennessee is the fastest growing city in America. And the suburbs in the south of the city is the ninth richest county in America. And America is the richest country in the world. So there is crazy money here. And it's very quickly expanding. So everybody's buying new houses. I found a mall that was right in the middle of the richest suburbs, like a ring of five richest suburbs. This is like the Beverly Hills of the South. Everybody has money. And I'm just talking to my ideal client all day. And they're like, hi, how much is this picture? And I'm like, $500. Instead of being like, oh my God, you're crazy. Like the other places are. They're like, oh, okay, cool. Do you have framing? Yes. But do you have like nice custom gold framing? Absolutely. And then, like, it takes off. So good. So uh, that's a big difference compared to like tiny, broke, going out of business malls in Central Florida where the average household income is like $28,000 a year. And they're like, you know, their, their water and electricity are being shut off because they can't afford it. And then they're trying to buy art. And it was just a nightmare. Uh, so. Yeah, I love that because a lot of people sell to the wrong, they're broke people. Yep. That's the biggest, people. biggest tip I can give. Yeah, biggest tip. I love that. Yeah, because. And uh, a lot of people think that like, these other segments of the market don't exist. You know, so like if you start a business and you sound to broke people, like, oh, no one will ever pay me. Did you ever think that people will pay this much for your back then? Well, I had, you know, let me just turn the lights on. The, the sun's going down. I'm sorry. It's getting dark over here. Um, I had friends who were from California who sold in really rich um art markets but they it was like an invite only gallery and you had to have sold a thousand of your own pieces first mm -hmm. and so i thought that was like you had to make it into the a-list in order to sell to rich people because art is funny it's like art is a luxury it's never a necessity but people who can afford it love 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 to buy art and so i thought i had to like go through 15 years of making it in the bad places before i could finally like deserve to sell to people who could afford it and i realized that yes in the gallery system sure but if i could strike out on my own now i mean like i'm making probably five times more money than the guys in the fancy galleries in california and and inside this mall that you're selling is there anyone else selling art yes my top student so i started a coaching program i was like hey i finally figured it out it took seven years of my life to figure it out let me take my best friend who's like way more talented than me let me teach him everything I know. So I called him up. He's in Florida too. So I called him up. I was like, hey, um, I'm going to give you two months of free rent um, at my house. I'm going to give you free rent in my gallery. I'm going to give you my best wall and you can hang all your stuff up there and just paint. So I'm a photographer. He's a painter. Wow, okay. And I said, I'm going to give you 60 days. And if you make it great, if not, I understand. But this is like a free shot. He had, he had helped me previously and he was like one of my best friends. So he came up and he failed for the first week or two. It was really tricky. And he just kept trying different things, kept trying different things until he found something that really worked, which was African animals of all things, lions, zebras, giraffes, that kind of thing. But like in really good detail and like black and white, like really intense. And he started selling those like crazy. So then he, op he modeled, I helped him model, like basically copy my entire display the height of the display, the width of the display, what was hung up, the sizes, and he created one on the other side of the mall. 
uh, selling his own stuff. And we're still best friends to this day. We became roommates and we got a, a really nice apartment. And uh, yeah, so he sells paintings, I sell photography. So we're the only artists in the mall. Excellent. So almost no competition. Almost no competition because it's so hard. Um, you have to be a good salesperson. You have to have something that the market wants. You have to have the right price points. Um, he comes from the interior design world, so he knows how to, like me, he knows how to source stuff at really, really low prices, but super top quality. So we're selling like we're selling champagne and like caviar quality that we can source at a, like wholesale manufacturing prices. So we have better markup. Like I tell people, you need to have 500 to a thousand percent markup to even be in business. Right. So if I'm selling something for $500, I have to be paying less than $50. Otherwise it's like not worth it after all of our expenses and time and all that. And because I was able to kind of show him that we were able to stand out where other artists come in after a week or two, they go out of business. Shane, what do you think about those margins? Uh, I like everything you're talking about, man. Uh, my next question is you were talking about how funnels kind of changed the direction of what you were doing. You said you kind of figured it out. Now yeah. that you're in the mall and you got some uh, good clientele that does walk in. Yeah. What's your mix now between the marketing on the funnel side versus the sales that you kind of get from just walk-in traffic? That's a good question. So um, I launched a funnel. The Actually, I, Josh was with me when I launched that first funnel. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I launched it during uh, Funnel Hacking Live, which is a big ClickFunnels annual event. Um, I sold over 100 pieces in the funnel so far. Um, I'm still tweaking it. I only have one funnel up, which sells one picture. I have 170 different skylines from around the world in 29 different countries and cities. And I've only got one picture up because the video and the link, putting everything together, I've just been so busy. So with the one picture, I've sold yeah five or $7,000 so far. So I've just got to film a ton of funnel videos and then write a ton of copy and do a bunch of graphic design. Once I have my 170 pictures, my entire inventory and all my stories into the funnels and launched, I mean, it's, it's going to be game over. I'm going to be in the, in, in the million dollar range instead of the hundred thousand dollar range. Sounds so easy, right? Do the funnels and the videos. No, it's, so it's, it's not that easy. There's, there's like <laughs> thousands of failure points between then and now. Right. Nice. Is that, is that photography yours? I mean, did you take yeah. all those photos? Every single one of them, yeah. Those are badass. Thank you. Tell tell everybody your website. Uh sure. So it's um you can go to craigalexanderstudios.com. That's my whole portfolio from London, New York City, San Francisco, Italy, Paris, uh, Chicago, Nashville, all these different cities. And I basically take the emotional, nostalgic landscapes cityscapes and skylines from all over the world captured in a 1920s wooden camera old style wow yeah the equipment that he uses was very unique yeah i use a uh, modern cameras and then antique lenses using the techniques from like 110 years ago have you shot a video on how you do that not yet no man you really need to do that i think people would really appreciate that if they saw that totally I think that would add to the aura of you know what they're buying. I think you're absolutely right. I tell people face to face. I've just got to get that on video for my funnel. Thank you. Thank you for that tip. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Hey, you know, this is a mastermind group and we appreciate you being on. 
And the greatest thing about Mastermind, Josh and I did this for a couple of years, is just yeah. a council of brothers. You know, you said when you finally got some mentors, things changed. Absolutely. Biggest and, thing. Yeah. And so we had a group. We met every two weeks. There was eight guys in there. And we went yeah. around the room and one guy would have the floor for about 15 to 20 minutes. We had a timer because we'd have to shut it off because, you know, we'd go long. Yeah. But we, we got to where we were doing two questions and it was real cool. The, the first one was, what do you need help with right now? What is the one thing in your business that you need help with? And inevitably, whatever the question is, the two or three guys with the best answer were the ones that piped up and chimed in. And yeah. the coolest thing about that is all eight of us got to uh, feed off of that one bad idea or the, the one bad uh, question that the guy had, what was going wrong? Yeah. And then we would turn it and we would say, okay, what's the one thing that's going well right now that you're doing? And again, all eight of us would get to chew on what's going well. And by the time all eight of us went around the room, it was an amazing learning uh, opportunity. Wow. And you hash out ideas, you know, you get rid of the bad ones and you focus in on what people think is really going to work. And it's an amazing thing, but it's just the growth of, and of, of a council of brothers and wise uh, people in your life that are, you know, at the same place or maybe even a little ahead of you. And that's what it's all about. That's what we're doing here. This is the purpose of what we're doing here tonight. Absolutely. I really appreciate you um, giving me this platform. Um, I love teaching. I've got 62 different students in a coaching program that I've done through ClickFunnels and I've actually got my next uh, teaching thing tomorrow morning. So I really appreciate you um, giving me this platform. Um, I'll just say if anyone wants any free advice on how to sell art, just go on YouTube, type in Craig Alexander Photography. Uh, I have hours of free content on there. If you want to know more, you can reach out, but um, I really appreciate that. And uh, I'll say one other thing for struggling artists, if anyone knows any struggling artists, if they can master storytelling and getting someone to feel something, if you can make someone cry, if you can make someone overjoyed, if you can make someone angry with just a story, you can control the entire buying process from start to finish. It will change your life forever. That's great. I appreciate you telling us that, man. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you. Um, if we got to get going, that's cool. Otherwise, I'll hang out here. Josh, what do you got to add, brother? No, that was great. I love that. Uh, persistence. Is that uh that failure is so good, you know, and uh, working all day. Cause I used to work at a call center too. And yeah. coming home, just be like brain dead, you know? <laughs> uh, just, when you're in the middle of it, you think you're going to die. You think you're like, oh my God, like I'm screwed for the rest of my life. I'm trapped. But when you get over the hump, you're like, oh, it was a learning experience. Right. And then right. It, was, it was like for, like my business exploded when I started using ClickFunnels too, which is crazy. So yeah, I can really relate to that. And so we're trying to get Shane to understand what a funnel is. Yeah, Make I still sure. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, well, what's the future looking like? Um, The future looks like I am going to shoot hundreds of new videos over the next few months. Um, I'm going to get everything that makes people buy in person captured onto video in short two to three minutes. Mm. And then I'm going to do a bunch of testing. And then um, I've already got a profit with Facebook ads. So like cost me $13.5 to acquire a customer. The average cart value is $80. The, uh, the, the cost of goods is about $30. So $30 in cost of goods, $13.5, $43.5. 
So $36.5 is profit. So every single time somebody buys, my spend right now is $25 a day. So every time somebody buys a picture, which is about a dollar, sorry, one or two purchases a day through this one funnel, um, I make 30, what is that, 30, $34? Yeah. yeah. I forgot the number, but um, I'm making like $30, $35 from this funnel. So um, if I can ramp that up, if I can get 170 different skylines and cityscapes at those same metrics without even ramping up ad spend, um, I'll be able to, like, my, my number one goal is to help a million artists quit their day jobs and be able to do their art full time if that's what they want to do. I'm so passionate about helping other artists and helping them not have to suffer through the seven years that I had to go through. And um, I don't think it's fair that marketing hasn't been applied to artists in the same way that coaches, consultants, fitness, supplements. Yeah, gurus. Yeah, there's no fucking art gurus. So I kind of want to be that person for who I was seven years ago who didn't know what they were doing. So, uh, yeah. It's a means to an end for me to get my art out there making a bunch of money so that I have the space and the time to be able to pursue my true passion of helping other artists be profitable and be able to do their art full time. That's if I could do that, man, that that would just be I would never have reason to complain about anything else in my life ever again. Like it would be the perfect life. Man, I am so glad you touched on that. That is why we're here. I've got the same thing. I want to help business owners in every area of their business. You know, I, I was a banker for years. I had the same kind of side hustle struggle to get out of that. Yeah. And uh, you're going to be very successful with that mentality. That mentality of helping others first is going to pay off tenfold. I promise. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's that, that's a that's a wonderful trait, and I'll be honest with you, that's why Josh and I even do this. You know, I mean, it's not like they're we're making a lot of money here. We're here to help. So yeah. you know, we encourage everybody to share questions, and we want to do more of this right here, where we we sit these business owners down and, and just interview them because it's priceless it. stuff. It is. I love it. Hey, um, I have a quick suggestion before I go. Um, if there are any brick and mortar, uh, business owners, I'm figuring out strategies to bring bodies into a brick and shop very inexpensively. I've really made a lot of breakthroughs. It's a little bit beyond the scope of tonight because it would take a little bit more time to unpack. But if you have any brick and mortar business owners who are struggling to get bodies into their shop, um, we could do like a question panel or something. Um, they could like throw all their problems at me, tell them how I figured it out and what they could possibly do to them. I'd be super happy to volunteer to do something like that. Nice. I think it's a great idea. I think we need to have another yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe just like this. Maybe when you're at a PC and you got some presentations of slides queued up and yeah, and I'm not cool. in a dark urban car park about to get mugged as soon as I step yeah, out. All of we car. can see is your beard, bro. That's all we can <laughs> okay, see. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that that brings up our time. So, Craig, cool. thank you so much. Very inspiring um, to hear that story and uh, enjoyed it. So, if you guys got any questions for Craig. Hit him up. He's in the group. Post it in there. Uh, let's keep this going. And uh, yeah, we'll wrap up. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in tonight. NLMastermind.com. Any last words, Shane? Yeah, tell your friends. I mean, you know, as a business owner, you have all these other business owner friends, and we need to bond together. We need to have this council of brotherhood. So share it. Awesome, guys. That's a wrap right. for tonight, guys. Take care. Good night.